Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Good afternoon and welcome back. Our number three of the Bill Michaels Show. We are glad you're here. This portion of the program brought to you by good friends over there at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer, uh, unquestionably good. Cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, and strawberry. And they also bring you the Bill Michaels Huddle. Coming up on Thursday night, Lily Zhao of Fox 6, Scott Grodsky of CBS 58. So they're going to be joining me on the panel coming up on Thursday night for the Bill Michaels Huddle, 6 to 8 on many of these same stations. And uh, as this show, that show also brought to you by our friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. Go to BudLight.com. That's BudLight.com. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our good buddy, also from CBS 58, is uh, Kevin Holden. Kevin, how you doing, buddy? Bill, it's, uh, it's a Monday, it's December, and there's no snow on the ground. And I've started eating, like, the first uh, portions of, uh, of holiday meals. I'm about to gain about 13 pounds in the next three weeks. I'm oh, boy. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's going to happen. And with COVID, not a lot of people getting out and doing many different things. So you assume that it's going to happen even worse this year. Uh, but that being said, while you sit back, relax, and enjoy this, Packers sitting at 9-3. and three. What did you take away from that game yesterday, other than the fact that Aaron Rodgers reaching that milestone is simply fantastic? Oh yeah, that's that, that part was was absolutely phenomenal, and it makes me think that uh, that maybe we don't even appreciate him enough as as one of the greatest ever to play that position. But the, beyond that, I would say my takeaways are, are one, you know, I needed to see the defense do something in that game. You know, I'm, I'm still sort of in that checking in with this team. Is it is it an elite? level NFC team? Is it a team that's going to be in the NFC championship game? Can it compete for a conference title? The defense showed me enough in that game to tell me that that could be the case. Now, unfortunately, all offenses will not be a Carson Wentz offense. This was this was a get healthy kind of game, but I did see enough that I think it can translate to some weeks down the road. That, that I think, is one. And uh, another is I, I'm still – kind of itching to see Tavon Austin on the field uh, because I still think when you see a return against you for a game changer late in the game, 
uh, that you've played pretty well and all of a sudden the team's back in it on a good uh, special teams play, it makes you want your team to have that too. So I'm hoping Tavon Austin could be the difference maker, and I hope it happens soon. That's, that's probably I, my biggest take. But. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Tyler Irwin goes down yet again with another ankle injury, and uh, this time, uh, you know, obviously you have somebody that can back him up coming into the up, uh, upcoming weeks. But um, what, what does – how dynamic do you think just having Tavon Austin makes this team, other than maybe the re- true returner for special teams? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if if we're talking about a true next level, you know, game changer at the position. I don't know if we're talking about something that's going to make me feel like way, way different. But I just, at this point, the Packers just need they need something back there. Something of, of consistency and something that can help this team a little bit. They just have not had that. Uh, I mean, really throughout the year, I mean, we've seen games. The Indianapolis game is the one that comes to mind. Darius Shepard, the troubles that he had in the returns uh, against the Colts was, was the first. Well, it wasn't the first. It was the, one of the latest real signals that this team needs help in that position. So, if Tavon Austin is middle of the league, if he's the 16th best returner, uh, he's a, you know he doesn't take it to a new level, but he certainly makes it better than it was. They need that right now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, a big game, but Devontae Adams continues to come up big. The question always is, and people say, well, they never needed another wide receiver. But we have seen in games that are close and competitive that a good teams, defensively aggressive teams, will try to take Devontae Adams out or at least limit what he can do. Therefore, it's up to everybody else. So that, therefore, you need Marquez Valdez-Scantling. How far have you fallen, or maybe not at all, on the confidence of Marquez Valdez-Scantling after seeing him yesterday drop yet another pass? Yeah, it's it, there is. You're not talking about a one-time situation, and, and there's another one from Indy that you're going back to that uh, you know a, a difference maker, a game changer in the bad direction there. And and when you see another pass get dropped with every one of them, it starts to become uh, you know something ingrained, something of a habit, and it's the last thing you need when you get to this time of year. I mean, against the Eagles, a drop pass isn't going to make a difference in the playoffs against a team like the Rams or the Saints or someone like that, it could absolutely make the difference. And and it will because those defenses are better. Uh, and, and they're the reason why those teams are where they are among the elite teams in the NFC. So, yeah, it's, it, it does affect me because we're late enough in the year that I'm not sure you can change my mind about that if you're MBS. I mean, you've got, what, you know, four more weeks of football before the playoffs start. So, yeah, it, it affects it for sure, and it affects how you build that receiver depth chart behind Devontae Adams. I still don't really know. I mean, past that and, you know, the hope for Alan Lazard is a two, I, I don't know. It's kind of a scramble back there. Well, that's the other thing is that you need Marquez Valdez-Scaling if for anything, in my opinion, to give defenses something to think about that should this guy come down with some of these catches – He's legitimately starting to open the lid a little bit on defenses. You, you, I mean, you got to pay attention to it because he got behind your guy. He got open. He got position. He just dropped the damn ball. So uh, I, I still think you need Marquez Valdez-Scanling and what he's been able to do as far as downfield blocking once plays do develop. I think he's been really, really good as well. I, I'm not giving up on him, but yesterday after that drop, you only see a total of two targets yesterday to Marquez Valdez-Scanling. 
There's, I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers praised him and talked about him coming out of that Indianapolis game, but there's got to be a level of frustration there saying, dude, it, we're, we're getting you wide open, you're way downfield, you're, you're setting us up for big plays, and then you're coming up short, and we're putting a lot of eggs in that particular basket on these deep balls. He, he, at some point, you got to say enough's enough, right? That's the truth, and and there's a you know a lid lifter element to to what he does that in an indirect way helps Aaron Jones. The point is if that if that defense has to stay honest, if that defense has to stay deep, that defense can't stack it up against Aaron Jones, who you know has been tremendous all year and, and you know rattle off one of the best runs we've seen from a Packers running back maybe ever in that game yesterday. You want him to have all the room he can to run and. You, only one wide receiver doesn't allow that to happen. If you've got a couple and you can spread the field out and force defenses to stay deep, that's different. But if it's just Adams, it's, it's a tough. It's pressure on Aaron Jones. Uh, defensively speaking, how do you think this team – I mean, they're giving up 19.6 points per game over the last five games, which uh, not a lot of people, I think, realize that. Because when the, the old adage is they got to score 30 – yeah, because the special teams has been giving it up. The defense, 19.6 points per game over the last five games. That's not, it's not stiff competition, but it's not bad either. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a workable thing. And, and I think the, the most encouraging thing about this year and, honestly, the last couple of years for this Packers team is the secondary is no longer this just terrible, terrible hole. And what Darnell Savage has done the last couple of weeks really is exciting to me because – you already have Jair Alexander, who's a star at his position, without a question. You add in Darnell Savage, who's playing some terrific football the last couple of weeks, and that secondary is is no longer a liability. It's a strength, and, it, and that helps everybody along that defense. That was It was the thing that sucked everybody in when the, when the secondary was so bad. Now it's something that uh, you know offenses have to try to avoid, and, uh, and that's that's beneficial for everybody. So to see a secondary play well at this time of year, when you know that what's ahead of you is going to be Drew Brees if he gets healthy again, or Tom Brady again, or someone like that, you need that secondary in in December, January for sure. Rashawn Gary, by the way, we're talking with Kevin Holden from CBS 58. Rashawn Gary was never going to be some big sack specialist. He's not Reggie White walking through the door. What he was was a disruptor, a bull rusher, a power guy. He can get to, to seal the edge. He can get to a quarterback, but he's not necessarily going to track him down. Now we're starting to see. Do you do you see what they saw in Rashawn Gary now? Or, yeah, what they see what they saw in Rashawn Gary now? Yeah, I, I see it because the, the, just the physical freakiness. You know, just that 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 off the chart uh, physicality of someone like that. The reason why he was boosted so high in the draft. Remember, they took a lot of flack for that pick because, you know, the the question was was health. It was games played. It was experience. It was all of that stuff. But uh, but they've they've done with Rashawn Gary what the Packers like to do with these guys that they draft high. When you are a draft and develop team like this, you take a guy seeing the potential, and then you bring the potential out of him. And you can see those sparks with him now, uh, you know, a couple of years into his NFL career. That's, it, it's good to see uh, because everybody that, uh, that the Packers get there, they can, you know, can benefit the cause. And, uh, and, and what he's done uh, certainly has earned him some playing time for sure. Kevin, always good stuff, buddy. Go enjoy yourself. We'll talk later down the road, okay? Yeah, every, every day without snow, I'm just running around here short sleeves. I, I'm going to end up with a cold. Yeah, it's closer to baseball season. Now, that's the way I look at it. <laughs> I take there that. you go. Pre-pre-pre. 
That's right. That's right. Good stuff. We'll talk to you. There you go. Kevin Holton, CBS 58 in Milwaukee, joining us for a couple of minutes. You can find him on Twitter, by the way, at 321QKevin. 321QKevin. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. They've been doing it a long time. Call them 844-PRIDE and go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. And just like that, it's the holiday season. No matter what the holidays uh, are that you celebrate this December, uh, please remember to give the gift to farmers and the refinery workers out there. You can choose on Let It 88 at the pump for your car if it's newer than 2001 or E85 for your flex fuel vehicle. And I use it. Look, I'm encouraging everybody to do the same. Uh, you can reduce the amount of petroleum in your gas, replace it with renewable corn ethanol. Increased demand for ethanol in the gasoline helps all the workers right here in our own backyard, right here in the state, that work hard every day to produce the product for you right here. And if you're like me, kind of floating around in that Bill Michaels universe, um, give E85 a shot. If you've got a flex fuel vehicle, I just put it in my truck yesterday, just filled up the truck. And I, By the way, gas has dropped again. So, which is good news. Uh, or if you choose Unleaded 88 in your car or your truck, you can save money and burn less fossil fuel there as well. For all the facts, for all the facts, go to abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. It's re- it really is an easy decision. Be an advocate for the farmers and the refinery workers, the truck drivers, the dispensaries right here in our own backyard. Go to abetterfuel.org. That is abetterfuel.org. Dot org. When we come back, I talked about this. A couple of guys go, you know what? We we got to do this. We got to we got to we got to get together. We got to do this. I'll tell you what I'm talking about coming up next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Show. We continue on. Glad you are with us on this Monday. Green and gold Monday. Packers going to win yesterday. Knock off the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. They are now sitting at 9-3 and three on this season. This portion of the program brought to you by Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Check out our friends Sean and the gang at EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. That's EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. So, Zadarius Smith. They just kind of sitting around going, you know what? We got to do something here. We got to do something. So, got the guys together, and uh, this is what came of it. Take a listen. We, we had a chance to talk to the D coordinator. We told him, man, if he could keep it simple for us, man, we would get out to the quarterback. Um, and he did that for us. And as you can see, man, we had a field day today. I think it was eight sacks. Was it eight? Seven? You know, um, I think it came to it. You know, everybody getting a little frustrated, man. We wasn't – wasn't nobody up front having a, the type of year uh, that they want, so – um, we just knew, man, if we, we go communicate with them, man, and just keep it simple. I think it was me, KC, and uh, Preston. You know that year Preston been having, he been doing a lot of dropping. So, man, as you can see, man, for him to go forward, man, he's been a, a big impact for us, man. And we're just glad, man, that we get the opportunity to do that. So, think about that. Preston's at Area Smith. They go to the coach. They go to Mike Pettin. Say, Mike, we're frustrated. 
frustrated. Uh, I'll tell you why. Because you, you, we just got to unleash us. You just let us go. Let's let's roll. We're just uh, we're all nobody's having the season they want. We're we're staying in this dime and this nickel, and we're not rushing a quarterback the same. This 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 got to stop. We got we got to do this. And to Mike Pettin's credit, he listened. Said, "All right, guys, go get them. Do your thing." And sure enough, he did, and let them go, and off they went. Off they went. So uh, Mike Pettin get a little bit of credit there, but in addition to that, um, you know, Pettin uh, turned his guys loose. But it took his players to say, "Let us go. Let us go. Let us let us let us let us let us loose. Turn us loose. That's what we need." Uh, but good stuff out of Preston's and Arias, Kenny Clark, the the guys that went and went to the head coach and said, "We need to we need to do something a little bit different. Got to do something different." And damned if they didn't. So there you go. 855-830-8648. And you know what? I personally, I hope that continues. Get out of dime. Stop stops in nickels and dime all the time. It's one thing if you're going to do it in certain passing situations. But when you're talking about run situations, yesterday you saw him a little more uh, with Tyler Lancaster, Lowry and company up front. You saw him more up front. You saw more beef up front in the trenches. And I'll, I'll tell you this, there was a couple of times it was just small. It was nothing, not a major play or anything to that, to that effect. But just a couple of times yesterday, there was one time, um, oh, God, oh, oh, God, who am I thinking of here off the top of my head? Um, it was Sanders. Sanders, I'm sorry, Sanders. So Sanders, there was one particular play. It was a, it was a run to the left. And they fake the handoff up the gut. Sanders goes out to the left. And it wasn't a big play, but Kenny Clark double-teamed the entire way. Zadarius Smith coming through the middle. Preston Smith on the far edge. Sets the edge, keeps him up front. Kenny Clark brings him down. It wasn't a big play. It it, it was like a a one-yard gain. But Kenny's being double-teamed. He's fighting off a double team, riding the line the entire way down. Preston did exactly what he was supposed to do in setting the edge, and Zedarius was trailing the play, so there was no cutback lane. Those three guys stymied that play. Now, I think it might have even been Jair Alexander who might have ended up getting the tackle, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but one of the defensive backs came up and really kind of shut him down. However, getting back to my, my – no, it was Kirksey. It was Kirksey. But my point being, when they were just being aggressive, it was exactly the way it was supposed to be. It was it, it went exactly to plan. Kenny Clark had the double team, rode him right down the line. That guy used some force. He was battling both sides, man. He was getting it front and back. Zedarius was trailing a play. Preston set the edge. Kirksey and, and and Kenny Clark ended up with the tackle. So uh, again, it wasn't a big deal. But if you just watched the line, watched the defensive front, they played different yesterday. It was good to see. 855-830-8648, Coming up after the bottom of the hour, Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, PackersNews.com. We'll talk with him more a little bit about this. Uh, but the biggest takeaway for many of you 
regarding this contest yesterday. Uh, Steve uh, writes, special teams made some costly mistakes, missed extra point, gave up a punt return for a touchdown and a long kick return, plus an offside penalty giving the Eagles great field position. Special teams play has been shaky all season long. That could end up costing them. Uh, Mike says better special teams play will get them into the Super Bowl. Uh, Richard said good game. Defense needs to learn to play a little bit tighter and learn to talk. Special teams non-existent, and the whole team needs to play four quarters with the pedal to the metal. Uh, this is from Mike who says they continually let up on bad teams and let them back into the game. Uh, do a little bit better job, and you're going to win a lot of contests. Got a couple more I want to get to. Uh, by the way, Aaron Jones was nominated for the uh, the FedEx ground. He ran for 130 yards and 15 carries and a touchdown for the Packers win yesterday. Uh, but the Packers, uh, Aaron Jones, nominated for the FedEx NFL Ground Player of the Week award. Um, this is from Steve. Our buddy Stephen Richfield says, Rashawn Gary emerging as a reliable pass rusher. His motor never stops. Preston Smith should be an offseason casualty to free up some of that salary cap room, which most likely is going to happen. Uh, two, I totally agree that MBS just needs to keep his focus and concentration. I was talking with my son-in-law yesterday. We both agreed that people forget that Devontae Adams was not very good in his first couple of years, and then he got it. I remember there was an article about him and Randall Cobb struggling with drop passes in 2014 and 2015. In 14, he only had 38 catches as a rookie. Perhaps MBS can follow the same path. And number three, the Packers, good as any team in the NFC. Uh, and they got a good shot at going deep into the postseason. The biggest threat to the Packers' offense is the Rams' defense. Having to play them at Lambeau in January, definitely an advantage for the Packers. They'll have a great weekend, or have a great week. That's from Steve. Steve, you know what I Linda says, uh, love, love every damn win. Why not the Pack? How does this year and team compare to 2010 when we ran the table in the postseason and on the road? Well, Linda, um, you had a Hall of Famer in Charles Woodson on the defense. You had an emerging young star in Clay Matthews. You got the best year of his career out of A.J. Hawk. You had an emerging, what would have been a Hall of Famer, and Nick Collins had he not uh, gone away with the uh, damage to his neck. You had two young guys nobody had heard of in Sam Shields and Tremont Williams that were emerging for secondary guys. You had big beef up front in B.J. Raji. Uh, you had Howard Green. You had uh, Cullen Jenkins, remember, uh, up front. You had, you had some guys, man. You had beef. And then, oh, by the way, you had Jordy, and you had Greg, and you had James, and you had Donald. You had your Michael Finley. You had a big offensive line. Mark Tauscher, Brian, a young Brian Balaga. You had, uh, it was Chad Clifton was your left tackle. You had beef up front. It was a, it was a different team. That was a really good team that just all came together. Remember, James Starks ended up becoming a running back because Ryan Grant went down with an injury, and James Starks ran really well in the last couple of games and into the postseason also. You even had the threat of a run game. So I, as much as I want to say, yeah, this team's comparable, it's really not. But then again, the for lack of a better term, the times have changed when it comes to what take what it takes to get you there you know i mean i don't want to take anything away from this team and i certainly don't want to take anything away from a team that won a super bowl but they got they were good they got they were healthy they got lucky and they got hot all at the right time i like the way you think though
I really do. When we come back, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette going to be joining us. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical. You've got the holidays are here. You want the energy. You don't want to look bad. You want to feel good. You want to continue to lose weight. Hey, if you're having problems in a uh, certain room of the house, you know what I'm saying, maybe you want to give them a call. Just give them a call. They can even get you on some vitamins and supplements just to make you feel better. That's our friends at New Mail Medical Center. New Mail Medical Center, 414-455-4451. One phone number, 414-455-4451. You can't do anything or feel better if you don't call. Again, 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. Eric Baranchek, Green Bay Press-Gazette, next on the Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Adams, one-on-one slays there, and he reaches across. It's a touchdown. He just charged right ahead. Now watch. To you, everyone else will come and surround they got the gold. They got the gold. <laughs> and they got a couple of gold star people on this team as well. They gave the ball to Aaron because it's his 400th touchdown pass. You see that? Adams was aware of it, and he made sure that Aaron walked away with the football. Aaron Rodgers with 400 touchdown passes, the fastest ever to do so. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our good friend uh, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Uh, first of all, Eric, when you, you talk about the accomplishment and the rarefied air, I mean, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, all these guys, and then you throw in the name of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's he is now floating in some really rarefied air, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. If you had any uh, thoughts about uh, his decline certainly uh, over the last couple of years. It may have been some of that argument, but but certainly this season has washed all that away. Huh? Yeah, no doubt about it. I look as much as people say, "Wow, Jordan Love had nothing to do with." It, I think Aaron came back and and had a little bit of a, a chip on his shoulder and certainly wanted to perform extremely. Well. I mean, not that he wants to perform poorly any other year, but I think he wanted to perform extremely well this year, don't you think? Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. I think this whole season is a collective middle finger to the brass up there at, at uh, 1265. I mean, honestly, um, I don't, I can't see it any other way. You know, if you're, you know, think about it, if you're in issues, you'd be doing the same thing. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense, Darius and Preston Smith and Kenny Clark, they had to go to their head coach and say, Hey, um, you, uh, turn us loose and let, let's kind of, you know, stop the nonsense, so to speak. Um, I, as much as I want to say, you know, hey, kudos to them. The playing the nickel and dime consistently, we've talked about this. It, it it just hasn't really panned out consistently for this team. Do you think yesterday was maybe a uh, a come to Jesus moment for for the defensive coordinator? Well, I think you know. Let's talk about the nickel and dime first, and how we define this. <clears throat> they played nickel and or dime, I believe. Um, 90 upper 90s percentile of the game yesterday. Now there's there's a couple different kinds of looks. There's a there's a what they call a heavy nickel, which is three down linemen and one running one linebacker, and they have uh, the regular nickel, which is two linebackers, two down linemen, two outside backers, and they got the dime, which is that right there, two down linemen, two outside backers, and one linebacker. 
Uh, and then they walk up uh, one of the safeties, usually green, sometimes anus. Um, you know, so, and then they have the, their hybrid look with three outside backers, one down lineman, blah, blah, blah. So to drill down further on that, it's for me, it's they get, they need to have two backers on the field, um, especially in early downs, first and second down, and anything under third and five, uh, they need to have two backers on the field. And, it, and it, it, all you need to do is watch Kamal or uh, Harris or Martin, excuse me, Kamal Martin. Um, that guy is one one good linebacker. He is going to have a bright future. Uh, I love the way he runs in the football. He flies around. He'll make a mistake or two, but when he makes a mistake, it's 100%. He's never on his back. Uh, you know, I really, really, really like that, that young man. And I think, they, you know, you know, looking down the road here, you're going to have Tennessee coming up. And uh, I don't know. Excuse me, I've been holding this season for the last two minutes here. <laughs> uh, no, go ahead. I so, get it. <laughs> I think they need to be able. They're going to with Tennessee coming up. They're going to have to find a way to stop the run with their nickel look. Uh, but that nickel has to, has to have two linebackers on the field. Um, by the way, we're talking with Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette, and this segment sponsored by Massage Envy Capital Drive in Brookfield. Introductory offer for a customized facial, just sixty bucks, makes a great holiday gift. Buy one hundred and ten dollars in gift cards. Get a free hour service. Call them 262-786-5060. That's 262-786-5060. Uh, you talked about Kamal Martin. When you talk about he'll make a play, but it's 100%. He missed one earlier, had a missed tackle. Came back about eh, probably three plays later and lit him up. Sanders coming out of the backfield I, I and wrapped up. He, he completely corrected his mistake. I made a note of it on Twitter yesterday when it happened. Almost the same exact play. Split the gap, shed the blocker, and ended up getting the, the ball carry i i too i really like the way that guy plays oh just runs around i really like the flying around i really like the the way that he goes and attacks downhill um and, and he's not a small guy he's a he's a fairly large guy so you really i really like the way that because they haven't had that type of linebacker here in a long time that's the type of linebacker that i thought Kirksey was going to be Kirksey's more of a sideline to side sideline guy this guy is downhill head down and and i think you know, yeah, that first play of the game he missed. I think he was surprised that the running back came out so soon because he never slowed down. But you're right, couple, you know, three plays later he put him right down. So, yeah, I really, I, I am, you know, they got a, this Detroit Lions game coming up. You know, I, I think they're going to sail over the top of that one. But that 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 Titans game is going to be a huge uh, uh, indicator as what this team is going to do in the, in the offseason or not the offseason, the postseason. Is they're gonna need, they're gonna have a real running back and a real running game that they're gonna have to stop, and it's gonna take they can't do it with one one <clears throat> one linebacker and a strong safety walked up in the box. Um, wanted to ask you about the the defense further in the sense that I saw Kirksey sideline to sideline yesterday as well, and also had a really solid job on a pass defense. That's something that. You know, look, I I think that Kirksey, that's the reason he was brought in, was to be able to go knock down a couple of those passes. Now, I don't know if he's going to be able to do this consistently, but were you more impressed with what you saw out of Christian Kirksey yesterday? Um, I, I still think he gets his feet stuck in concrete a little bit. I don't like that. I, I like a linebacker that's going to make a snap decision and go. They might be wrong once in a while, but I, I like the downhill player. Um in in that regards, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you know what I mean. The linebacker is in, in, in stuck in concrete. I just I don't like that, and that's that's difficult for me to deal with. 
Um, but he does give them a much better uh, opportunity to cover the alley than the linebacker they had last year. Um, so, you know, to that regard, I, I like him a little bit better. But what I, you know, there are some things in his game that, that stick out to me that I really don't like. Uh, like what? Uh, give, give me, a, for example, here. I, I, I don't like the fact that he's, you know, when the ball is snapped and his feet are stuck in concrete. I don't like that. I also don't like, to, I like to have him be more of a headhunting, you know, a downhill uh, type of runner. Now, a couple times, um, or downhill type of type of attacker on the line of scrimmage. I just don't see that. He types the, the hand fight a little bit with blockers, and I'd rather have him just dive, you know, bring a shoulder and, and blow that offensive lineman up and, and not give the running back a two-way go. So those are the two things that, to me, that stick out that I just – but I like the way he gets to the alley, and he seems to be able to get back into the low hole uh, when they ask him to in the pass game. So, you know, you just got to take the good with the bad. Um, before I let you go, the uh, special teams play continues to be a little bit iffy, I guess might be the best way to put it. Uh, is it making you nervous as we start to head down the stretch here? Well, you know, that's an interesting question that you asked there. I mean, you look at the let's, – let's start with the punt. Um, the, the punt, most people think it's the return. It was the coverage team. It had nothing to do with the coverage team. That punt, he missed that punt. They were lined up on the far hash from the Packers' sideline. That ball was, if you look at the coverage, was supposed to end up on the numbers or to the sideline. Based on how they had the outside gunner would be on, so if you're watching the TV shot, the, the guy on the top of the screen, he was coming down the sideline, or the gunner on the uh, would be closest to you if you're watching the TV shot, he was snaking in and coming down the the uh, uh, the hash. That ball was mispunt. He missed that punt. That ball was not supposed to go there. There's no way on God's green earth that they, you're going to line up and kick the ball straight down the hash and give that other team the entire 40 yards of the field to work with. It's just that was a mispunt. Um, so that's that's a problem they got to fix because that's two in a row now that they were two in a very uh, much too close together to have two punts like that. And then the uh, you know. I, I can't believe that we've seen Mason Crosby shrink to uh, extra points in the same in the same season. So you know, hopefully it's just hey, get it out of your system. Let's move on now. But but that's something that could come wear out because we know this in the playoffs. It's not usually the games are pretty tight, three points, five points or less generally. So so you know you have a punt return and you start missing extra and missing extra points becomes a norm. That's a that's a problem. That's something they're gonna have to get get rectified right now. Good stuff as always, my friend. We'll talk again soon at the end of the week. Okay. All right. Enjoy. Thanks a lot for having me on. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's our good friend uh, over there, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. Eighty plus years, they've been doing it. Call them. 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This portion of the program being brought to you by our good friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Epoxy Flooring Done Right all over the state of Wisconsin. Green Bay to Racine, everywhere in between. All you got to do is go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com and see for yourself everything that they do because they do some incredibly, incredibly cool work. And if you're looking for something uh, done before the holidays to make your room perfect for the holiday parties or the gatherings or the get-togethers or the just, hey, if you want to just do your basement and your gym just to be able to take off some of the weight, they can do that as well. But give them a call. Just go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. 
You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers get the win, 30-16 to over the Eagles. Philadelphia made it close with a fourth-quarter touchdown drive and a 73-yard punt return for a TD. Matt LaFleur. Football's an imperfect game. I made plenty of mistakes tonight. Thankfully, we have the players that go out there and are able to overcome my my mistakes. Eagles head coach Doug Peterson on his decision to bench Carson Wentz in favor of rookie quarterback Jalen Hurts in the third quarter. Uh, I just felt that uh, we needed that spark today, whereas in the past, you know, it could have been you know, injuries at other spots. It could have been the way other positions had been playing. Carson Wentz finished just 6 of 15. No touchdowns. A quarterback rating of just 57.4. Obviously, that's, that's frustrating uh, as a competitor and um, just the, the personality that I have. You know, I want to be the guy out there, but, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, they made the call today and um, at the end of the day, we lost. Aaron Rodgers had the hot hand, completing passes all over the field, three touchdowns for the day, including his 400th career TD at the end of a 99-yard drive to Devontae Adams. It was uh, was a cool moment. I'm proud of the number thrown to a lot of guys over the years who've been a part of that 400 number. That's Aaron Rodgers. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. We are glad you are here. Thanks so much uh, for hanging out with us. We certainly appreciate it. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. The Badgers this past weekend against Indiana. Man, uh, Indiana's a tough team. We've been talking about them for a while now. They have been on our radar for more than just this season. I'll tell you that. Badgers fall to Indiana over the weekend. Hey, speaking of the Badgers, by the way, the Badgers game against uh, Louisville has been postponed. They are scheduling Rhode Island, hoping to play this Wednesday. This Wednesday, if they can get that game together, it, it COVID's still going to be uh, still going to be tough. It's still going to be tough uh, as we continue on through the uh, collegiate basketball season, but. Nevertheless, uh, the Badgers will, you know, they'll have to have to deal with it along the way, and they will as the uh, Badger-Louisville game, uh, which was scheduled, uh, you know, for this Wednesday, uh, has been postponed. Both schools working to explore an alternative date. It's not been canceled, but they're just uh, postponing it. The Badgers are still going to play this Wednesday. However, they're going to be hosting Rhode Island for a game at the Kohl Center, so that'll be coming up. Uh, this uh, this coming Wednesday night, so they're still going to play, just not going to be uh, not going to be Louisville. In the meantime, 
Um, you know, the Badgers, they ended up falling to Indiana. And, uh, man, it was a tough way to go. 14-6, to six, the final in that one. 14-6. to six. And, you know, look, both uh, the Badgers had more first downs in that contest. They had more rushing yards in that contest. They had more passing yards in that contest. They just couldn't punch the ball into the end zone. Packer, or I should say Badgers, had more yards, 342 to 217. They just, uh, you know, both teams turned the ball over. And it just uh, ultimately the, the Badgers just didn't get it done. Badgers even won time of possession, not by a little, but by a lot. They were 8 of 16 on third down conversions. Just uh, just couldn't get it done. So, tough day uh, at the office, if you will. Uh, you had, by the way, uh, Graham Mertz, 20 of 34. 20 of 34 in the contest, 202 yards. Had one pick. Was sacked three times, harassed quite a bit. That defensive front. For Indiana, that that defensive front is real. And and remember, look, they they gave Ohio State all they wanted. Now you kind of figured Ohio State would pull it out in the end, and ultimately they did. But Indiana gave Ohio State all they wanted. Indiana is a hell of a football team. That that is a program on the rise, without a doubt. So, and like I said, we've known about this for some time now. They've been on the come for a while. So Indiana ends up giving uh, the Badgers their second loss, unfortunately, in a very very short season. 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. Coming up in the uh, in the next hour, we're going to take a look at the NFC, the AFC, get into the playoff picture a little bit. And our Green and Gold Insider, Mike Clemens, is going to be here to hang out with us. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. They install year-round, year-round. So you can Pella now and pay later. Uh, no money down, no payments, no interest for 12 months right now. Plus, you can save an extra 500 bucks off the qualifying order. That's going to keep some cash in your pocket. But it's only through the end of the month. Set up your free consultation right now. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Again, PellaWI.com. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Another hour yet to go. We'll be back right after this. Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.